Welcome back to another episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Joey, and I'm here with Mike. Hello. And Ross. Hi, Joey. And hello to Tom and whatever part of the globe you're at right now. We hope you are well. He'll be back when you can. Today, I wanted to just do a follow-up on an episode that we had a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about activities for tension release uh, being something that teachers are providing for children. And as we were finishing that conversation in the studio, we were ourselves wondering about, well, how does that also play out in the adult world, in the teacher world, in the caregiver world? Mm-hmm. We were talking about, you know, sort of cycles throughout our day where you go through cycles of, of activities that are, are, are stressful or have tension or, or require great focus and then opportunities to kind of relax, however you want to yeah. look at that that cycle of an up and down and that we need to recognize that for children. But then thinking about that as teachers, because we're the ones pretty much holding it together, having, right. having yeah. the, having the vision for the day, having the eyes all around the room, having our, basically being on alert uh, for the whole time that the mm-hmm. children are with us. How do, how do caregivers and teachers have op- opportunities to also follow their own, their own cycle? Yeah. Do, do we, and then what are the what are the consequences for us and for the children that we care for? Right. If mm-hmm. if we're not meeting that that human need that we have, um, I've, anyway, so we were we were sort of dabbling that way, kind of off mic, and I wanted to just yeah, bring that yeah. back up to the group because mm-hmm. I think that is another part of that conversation. Right. That that we didn't really get to to follow up on because I think we artificially keep, or maybe not artificially, but I think that our our state of arousal, our state of alertness stays high. Yes. Right. Most. Well, I was going to say, yeah. like, so one thing I think it happened to me, like, right before becoming a parent, um, there's this idea of, like, oh, yeah, and when the child's napping, I can do this stuff. Uh-huh. And then you realize, no, I've got to rest, too. Yeah. Right. And then as teachers with a whole classroom, it's often that's the most stressful time because there's the one kid who's awake. But they're a tired kid, and you have to keep them quieter than you normally would because everyone else is sleeping, and so uh-huh. you're almost you have to be at this high alert stage when typically humans are, yeah. you know, supposed to be in that restful stage. But you have to stay up here, so you know it's like it's either caffeine, it's something you have to do something to like stay at that, or just be really agitated, right? That's right. the other way you do it. But so just thinking about mm-hmm. that as you were talking, I was realizing like. It, I think we do often stay heightened. Heightened. Yeah. Yeah. I would take take a nap every day if I could. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. And I probably would feel better in that latter part yeah. of the day because yeah. I think you're saying, like, in a sense, you're you're sprinting a marathon. It feels mm-hmm. like sometimes, mm-hmm. especially and now going from half day to full day yep. care. Like, oh, there you have the to pace different, differently yeah. as the adult because you can't be on that whole time. So now I understand breaks are really necessary right right mm-hmm. whereas i'm in a part-day program we're closer to about a three-hour schedule when the kids are there but i'd say those three hours are maximum you're intense on. Yeah. You, are, you are on you're like sure fine colleague you can go to the bathroom but come right back you know i mean right. they're, they're, right. uh you know it's it's definitely mm-hmm. a, a yeah. high and three hours is a, is a long time to maintain mm-hmm. a high yeah. intensity now that's not full day i know that when yeah. they go my alertness is in a different way because then i've got to get all these tasks done exactly um right you know, but it's a different it's a different way of of it's a different stress level than when the when the children are there. Yeah. Um, what I find interesting, I think there's a parallel process that if you really pay attention, you know, I'm going to go all mindfulness here, yeah. but you know, thinking about your own heart rate, your uh-huh. own breathing, and things, and thinking, 
I'm at this heightened level. I have to do something where we can, you know, release some of that and the children need it at the same time. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling like you're mm-hmm. always at that level, mm-hmm. do the children all also feel that mm-hmm. way? And is it going to come out as challenging behaviors right. or whatever term you want to use versus, oh, we haven't just had a chance to giggle and, you know, right. be well, silly. Well, it's as simple and... as, I, I mean, I'm shocked when I'll do, you know, whole group time and I'll do with the kids like three big breaths or whatever. And yeah. I would I would really kind of laugh if you told me like, oh, you just need three big breaths and you're going to feel so much better. Right, right. And I mean, I think it's good for the kids to, to learn some breathing yeah, techniques yeah. and those kinds of things. But I just sort of, I sort of laugh like, well, I'm doing it for myself just as much for the kids. And yeah. I would not believe someone who told me, oh, if you just stop and take three big breaths, you're going to feel like this much better. Right. But it, there really is an effect. Yep. So to your point of yeah. just finding opportunities. And that's one of those ones because sometimes I will see teachers have the kids do it. And not do it with them. And not do it with hmm. them. Interesting. Yeah. Right. That they're saying, okay, yeah, take a big breath. Yeah, keep breathing in. Okay, breathe out. And they're saying it. Interesting. Rather than doing it. Or, and sometimes it's not the breath thing. Right. But no, just yeah, like, that's an example. Just you know, okay, we mind. need to all run around. And mm-hmm. then the teacher stands there. And the uh-huh. kids are running around. And, I, and you know, we're all at different levels as adults physically. Like, yeah. But getting your heart rate up in a way of because you're moving is an important thing to do. If that means you run for one minute, right? then run one minute. If it means you're chasing kids for 10 minutes, then run 10 minutes. But doing something where you're moving around is important for you as well. And even swinging... Pushing a kid on a swing can be very relaxing for you, too. Because mm-hmm, it's rhythmic and it's yeah, joint compression. But I find some teachers will, like, oh, they want me to push them again. Like, I've, I've already pushed them for a minute. Mm-hmm. They need to pump. And to me, it's like, well, it's going to calm them down. But also for yeah. yourself, it's this rhythmic thing. And like you said, the joint compression. And I think teachers don't think about it that yeah. way well and to yeah, be honest, so i didn't think about that until just now yeah so yeah so what other hidden i guess maybe yeah. we, maybe we could look mm. at this as a as a helpful episode like what other well you know what other yeah, yeah. moments Let's do you find that you get to have that release well and maybe that's what you're kind of getting at uh is it's going to be different for each teacher sure. you've got to sure. find your own thing so sure. for me i love storytelling mm-hmm. and invented storytelling and what we've done in my class is part of our schedule when we come in from the playground and I think I'm getting, uh, it might have started because in the winter taking off snow gear mm-hmm. to, uh-huh. some people are done yeah. right away uh-huh. some people are not uh-huh. so I would just start doing invented stories yep. and using the whiteboard and doing kind of draw and tell stories so mm-hmm. I could kind of draw uh-huh. parts of it sure. erase add characters could kind of move in a very simple comic book format and then people could come over as they would be done uh, be getting, getting dressed and then the other teacher is getting the lunch table set up. So this way we don't have that like, oh, well, what are we going to do for the next five minutes uh-huh. or maybe 10 minutes because maybe lunch So you is also found a way to reduce the overall tension in the room because right. that adds to our tension, yeah, right? It does. You know, our, our, our need to be so alert when you've got right. half the kids running in that direction with their boots still on and their snow pants still on and half the kids over here not knowing how to take off their gear. And, and, not, and then not when the, ki- the kids yeah. who do finish are kind of like, well, now I have to keep myself occupied. Right, right. right. And so they you, told me to just sit and look to, at books. To look and at that transition. Not... Yeah, so we, we, you know, just make... And then it became this add-on story. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the one that we told 
uh, that wrapped up towards the end of the summer when my kindergartners were, or the children yeah. were going to kindergarten. We wanted to kind of wrap our show. I realized it had gone on for about five months right? with these characters of a mouse and a phoenix named Scamper and Phoenix who went around right. on this adventure. And the story, if you were to go back to the beginning, it was nowhere right. where it's supposed yeah, to, yeah. but it was then sneaking in you know, dad jokes and bad right. puns. And so mm-hmm. like the Scamper and Phoenix went into a cave and met Roxanne, who was a giant boulder who loved rock and roll music. And getting to meet Mimi, who was, uh, her name was Mimikin, and she was a copycat. Mm-hmm. And so like getting to sneak in ways. Now the story we're telling now, there's Val the Velociraptor and right. Peggy the Steggy. Yep. And there's other, but it's, for, I find for me, that's my way. Because I would right. find myself genuinely laughing. Right. Right. And every once in a while the kid's like, Ross, we haven't heard you laugh like that in a long, in a little while. And I was like, It's interesting oh. too. Cause yeah. Laughter brings tension and a repetitive but, yeah. activity. like a fam- Or I shouldn't say repetitive, a familiar, familiar. activity. Then because then it's kind of easy. They, yeah. It's part of their daily schedule. Yeah. It's something they're looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. There was humor. There was suspense. There was sometimes scary things mm-hmm. put in there. But it was a way that pulled them in. But it also was my, it's, and I think of, you know, again, Tom not being here, but I remember very early on in our discussions, his sensory tables were his time to play. Yeah. And this is my yeah. time to play. Uh-huh. I had the f- interesting thing, cause I didn't know that about you, but mm-hmm. I had a very similar thing. So I did storytelling every day, but I did it at nap time. So the kids would take out their own cots. Mm-hmm. We'd start sort of this quiet music. And then I would tell a story while they're kind of settling in, maybe one or two are still using the bathroom, whatever. But the way I did it was I would tell one new story. Oh, and we always had a helper of the day. The helper of the day chose one story that I've told before. Mm. And then I would tell a new story. And so, they, But they'd usually be characters. So there's Sally, who was a very silly baby. And it was essentially like Mr. Magoo style, like yeah. mistaking one thing for another. Because it always ended with, Sally, where have you been? Even though Sally was right there the whole time and the, you know, somehow right. the right. parent well, didn't notice. No, yeah. Um, and then there's Backwards Bob who did everything backwards. And, you know, like I had these right. characters. So they'd be like, how about Backwards Bob goes to the grocery store? Or, you know, like they'd right. often take a character. Sometimes they'd want something different. Or sometimes they'd just say, I want a scary story. Now, I quickly learned that because the lights were already off. Couldn't be too scary. That I could, yeah, it had to be very, very minimally scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, that the kids who really wanted a scarier story would have to do later. But it would be where I'd be starting to tell it. And then it could be like... Uh, no, this is too scary. And they're like, oh, um, well, actually. And then I'd like change. Yeah. And that the nice thing is you can always adapt it. It can be longer. It can be right. shorter. Probably have told stories yeah. here and there, but that's not my, that's yeah, not my yeah. language, if you will. Um, but I'm thinking, well, do I have anything similar to what you guys are describing? As far as just sort of keeping, I think it's, we're really talking about helping ki- keep kids regulated in a way that right. also kind of keeps us yes. regulated. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. may not be a full tension release other than when you've got your laughter, but you're sort of at least kind of just keeping a nice pace, right? right. You're kind of keeping it And it, it does from, feel like mm-hmm. I was definitely also you were coming, your, yes, coming down. As everybody else was coming. Um, but um, I, I'll sing. That's my, yeah. you know, like, so out on a hike, right. you know, mm-hmm. just sort of keeping, okay, we're almost back and maybe people are, maybe people are tired. Maybe right. this is like, this activity is clearly done, but we're not quite where yeah, yeah. we need to be yet or whatever. And, and, and make up songs right. and that kind of thing. So yeah. that, that's, just, that's, just, that's my version of the, yeah. of the storytelling you guys are describing. And, you know, I think part of it is, cause it is something that helps the kids. But one thing I found when I have teachers learning from me. You know, so for me, it's usually more of a mentor mm-hmm. position, not like a student teacher necessarily, but they'll see me do like, cause for me, it was telling stories or reading books is the mm-hmm. other one where I know if it's crazy all over, I'm going to read a book to one kid and pretty soon 
two thirds of the class will be over there too. Right. Yeah. But then I'd have a teacher sort of try to do it like, oh, that's the way to calm kids down. But it only works if it calms you down too. I think, like, it, yes. like if you, it's right. like yes. sort of if like you're your reading the jam, book and worrying about this... everybody running around yeah, the room, yeah. then that's not relaxing because you're trying to do two right. things at the same I time. Right? Because I would just be like, I'm not even going to worry. Right? Or if I'd be nervous, like, yeah. oh, I'm not making a good story. Well, then I shouldn't do storytelling. Right. 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 But I for mean, you doing the songs, I, mean, in, I think yeah. it'd be like that's not my thing. I mean, I do it a little bit, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, everyone will like. Like, they won't even notice that they're tired on the walk. Right, because I'm just changing the words for yeah, whatever yeah. we're doing. I would go up. right to storytelling yeah, there, too. Yeah. Like, hey, why don't I but tell But, yeah, story? you make a good point. It has to be authentic to you. Right, yeah. Like, because cause you're putting drawing in with your storytelling, Ross, because that's right, something that... Right, and that's that, something I... That right. feeds like, you oh, a little so bit. Oh, that's so cool, and right. I never yeah. would have done it. Right, yeah. and it, it's my own kind of, like, sometimes processing of the story and kind of yeah. helping me stay on track. But then I see that the, the amount of attention that's paid. But, again, I think, as you're saying, Joey... It has to be authentic because if it's not, children are kind of like, oh, I'm not into this. Right. Right. It's like, I think, you know, ch- young children are like domestic pets or maybe just animals in general. Like they can feel the energy yeah. a lot better than w- w- the adults can. Right. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're not into this. Right. right. So to your like, point, Mike, like, this. oh, everybody needs to run around, but I don't want to run around. Like, that's right. okay. But, it, but. Yeah, that's but true. Maybe everybody should be reflecting a little bit about like what does make me feel better in the right. course of a day right. if I'm yeah. having if I'm needing. And I guess I would say that tension. something should be physical. Now yeah. singing, you know that it's can be physical. the physical singing thing. and walking. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Singing and jumping so, and hay jump is so that almost impossible. that could be it too. But I would say that even if it's not running, but walking yeah. around the playground and interacting right. and. Or I'll join into a dance party. Yeah. Um, you know, if the kids, are, yeah. if we're doing oh, that, yeah. and, you know, I'll, and, yeah. and uh, partly because I think it's fun. Yeah. Partly because I want them to know it's okay. Because sometimes they're like, "Really? Am I supposed to just like start dancing right, right now right. while we're making the lemonade?" Yes, you are. But then I, alongside them, feel that like when we're done, that like, oh, I'm too tired to do any more. Right. Like you know, yeah. we've been jumping up and down while we shake the lemonade, yeah. and now I'm exhausted for the moment. Right. Yeah. And that you know, again, that feeling, that cycle, so that you're not just all in one place or another. Right. Um, well, and that's actually dance parties are another thing that I've incorporated in now with this longer day. Again, with cleanup time, some of the children are done right away. And so some are taking a long time. Some some aren't going to do their job. And so I said, well, you know, if we can finish up in a quick amount of time, then we can have a dance party afterwards. And I quickly changed that to like, we're just going to have a dance party every day mm-hmm. because it shouldn't be this treat of like, oh, if we do it fast, right. then we get right. to do it. Because yeah, then it's yeah. like, ah, and then if we don't get to do it, then right. there's more meltdown. Yeah. Right. And I, I could feel that tension and pressure right. building in me. So, and part of me is, as Greg and Steve, Ella Jenkins, Lori Berkner, they've made some great music. Mm-hmm. I'm really done listening to it all the time. Yep. So I've, you know, got my iPod and I've got more popular dance music or that even not popular dance music, but it's just, it's electronic music that I sure. know has some, some good, and right. the children love it. But then they know when this Calvin Harris song comes on, they're like, oh, a dance party. And they go back. So right. we listen to like 15 seconds of it. And then we'll go into animal action or yeah. we'll do another. And I'll say, yeah, do you yeah. want a fast song? Do you want a slow song? Yep. But now the tension is breaking because those who did their job can, they're, they're done. Mm-hmm. They can come over. It starts to incentivize the other, like, oh, I want to get over there. And I said, well, you can, mm-hmm. but put your chairs away. Well, and I'm hearing a lot of predictability. Everything you're describing, Ross, is like, I've learned this. Oh, and then I learned I should keep doing this. And yeah. it's making me think that the other thing that relieves tension is knowing what the heck is going to happen. Feels That's good a really And good that point. we feel very stressed. Like, yeah. if you have a day where you're like, oh, I don't, I don't, I mean, here, I can give you an example. 
Yeah. Bad weather, thunder, lightning days. Yeah. Are we going outside? Are we not going outside? Right. As a teacher, I find it very stressful. Yeah. You right. know, is it is this happening? Is this not happening? I'm watching mm-hmm. the radar. Get your coat. Oh no, we got to go back in. Oh, uh, and it yep. it does not does not feel good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's an example of when you have a predictable. Right, and that that is a good understandable point. It is routine. really important, and that can be helpful as a teacher. Too, to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yes, yeah. so we think we're doing it for the children, but to oh, recognize yeah, yeah. that it helps us too, yes, because absolutely. they know what's going to happen. Right. So then they ca- can yeah. not yeah. be so stressed out. Not yeah, and that's true. And you know, thinking about teachers who <sighs> don't follow initi- that routine as much, and seeing the sort of they're not fully into an activity sometimes. Right. They're sort of like, okay, we're going to do this now. Yes. And it, yes. it's like they're like rushing into the activity and it's just like, you know, I don't know, maybe getting all hippie about it. Like just be in the moment. Yes. You know? And like, if you have time for the activity, then spend the time right. with the like, activity. Oh, but my plan was I was going to do that and then we ran out of time, but now I still have to do it. So I'm going to jam it in in right. five minutes because I have to get yeah, it done. Yeah. yeah. Again, recognizing when you're adding to the yes, tension. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, as, as you said that, Joe, it's like, yeah, predictability feels good for children and for grown-ups. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, the reason why we love our TV shows, I would imagine, the good writing, the acting, the whatever, but the fact that I know it's on Thursday night at 8 <laughs> o'clock or that I can, you know, that... Right. Well, maybe pre, this is pre-Netflix. I was going to say, I like, know it's now. on whatever I, used I want. To, yeah, <laughs> it used to be. But there was that comfort in knowing I'm going to get home and I can see this right. thing that I'm really looking right. forward to. I know those to. characters are probably going to yeah. do these Well, things. for me but now, it's, it's like with podcasts. And I know this uh, certain podcast absolutely. comes out on Monday. Right. My drive home on Monday, I'm going to listen to this. On Tuesday, I, look for, I listen to this. And if something the, comes out late and I'm like, my drive home and it's not there. It's like, yeah, like Tuesdays at around <laughs> 10 a.m., do we release it about 10 a.m.? Oh, no. I every Tuesday. Every, on the way Tuesday home. morning. Every we'll go, Tuesday. We'll Tuesday morning. Every Tuesday morning. The, you know, my, one of my favorite Depend, podcasts. I think it depends on your lunch. time zone. But it, the, I think there's that predictability feels good to grownups because mm-hmm. I think, whereas children, they feel out of whack. Yeah. I think we may feel out of whack, but I think what we as the adults feel more is like we anticipate the out of whack that right. children are going to bring right. because right. now this isn't. So we can almost, we're, we're, uneasier the pressure is building because we're anticipating it's going to be yeah. off for the children mm-hmm. so now how do i roll with that mm-hmm. i always think of picture day at our school oh. previously uh because it was always just yeah. such a muck up of yeah. the uh-huh. daily schedule uh-huh. and the children are like but what but huh but huh and uh-huh. we just have to explain the student teachers and the children today's going to be a very different day or class parties any is my that? mom coming yet? Da, 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 exactly. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And to me, and so that's when having other things that aren't the predictable part, but still relieve tension, right? So exactly. if it's laughter, just make it a lot sillier. Yes. Or, Absolutely. You yes. know, like, or maybe it is like a walk that you normally, because walks are often yes. relaxing, just something where it's like, well, we don't usually do this, but we're going to go do this today because... But, yep. But if you do dance parties, if you do storytelling, and it is that picture day or that party day, it may not be in the same time frame. Right. But it's something you know the group. Yeah, yeah. Right. R- That's true too. Yep. Connects with. So they go, hey, you know what? I know we usually tell our stories before lunchtime, but today I'm going to tell one now, and maybe we'll continue it later in the day, right. anticipating that it's going to mm-hmm. be yeah. party day, and some parents are still taking a long time. So, but you know, you've and got mention the hook. it's different. And mentioning and like, saying, isn't it funny that today we're doing this? Right. <laughs> but you know you've got that hook that's going to keep your yeah. your group with you. And mm-hmm. then that, that predictability or that, that comfort in the familiar 
okay, I know that I'm going to yeah. like this. Versus it being like, ooh, this is new. I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't feel... I'm feeling off. I'm going to start... Let's right. dump all the blocks. And you're like, oh, yep, oh gosh. Exactly, yeah. go. And that's the same thing of having like certain songs that are just your classroom songs. Yep. Whether it's like the dance party songs or the songs you're singing, whatever. Like every year I felt there would be different mm-hmm. things. So there was the, you know, well, maybe Let It Go is still a thing every day. But like mm-hmm. I knew if somebody vomits all over the floor and everything has to change... Let it go comes on the speakers so the teachers can deal with the like yeah the emergency situation uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. you know but it was like I knew which song you know and yeah. then right. other well, years it was Michael Jackson whatever but it's just mm-hmm. knowing what your group's thing yes. is that you can fall back yes. on. I have to say I found this to be a very hopeful conversation and a very helpful conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that there are these moments that we ha- you know that you know you can look at the tension in your day but you can also be like, "Oh wait, mm-hmm. I actually have these other right, predictable right. more relaxing times." So in closing, I encourage listeners to think about what are you already doing that of that do provide those those opportunities for a little bit of relaxation and a little bit of routine. Congratulate yourself that you have them mm-hmm. and remember what an important tool they are yes yes and i invite people to share it on the facebook page because you know we gave you a few examples but there's a lot of great things to learn from one another so and right before you're with kids and right after you're with kids is part of that too i think of course so um well thank you for a lovely chat see you guys next time enjoy thank you for listening to teaching with the body and bond we'll be back again next week with another episode music is by big wheel popcorn